All right, all right. Welcome back to On The Money Podcast. It's your boy, Chris Fish. I got my man, Bethel Johnson, with me, and my other partner, got Chris Harris with me. We got a special guest in the building. Bethel, you brought this guest to us. I did. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce our special guest that we got here today, who you it's brought with us. boy, Charles Keeley, man. He's a financial professional, um, and it's, it's perfect for the conversation we're having today. Mm. Um, you know, Charles and I, man, God, we've been... We met about five, six years yeah. ago. Yes, um, at a golf tournament. Yes, and he was working for one company. I was working for another. <laughs> Were you actually playing golf or no? Nah, I was participating. I was the same thing I was doing before. That's what I was doing. I was participating <laughs> in golf, Swing, swinging the club. Yeah, all right. that's it. Just yeah. out there killing, you know, grass, all kind of stuff. <laughs> um, and so, you know, then we got to having conversation about finances and, and things like that. And at that point, he started trying to recruit me. I started trying to recruit him. Uh, and it just came to the point where we were like, listen, we're going to eventually work with each other one day. Right, right, right. And so when he left and went to another company, uh, and he called me when he got there. He was like, hey, man, you got to come. And it's a good opportunity. And then my mentor had passed away. Mm-hmm. And so that's what led me to go ahead and switch on over. Yeah. Now, well, my mentor passed away, and I was already gone. Yes. I, was, already, I had yeah. already left and came over. Um, over there, I, I kind of mixed those two together, but I had already gotten over there and I was just like, yeah, cause I wanted to learn what they were doing that made them so great anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So for those that are listening today and watching today's topic that we're going to get into is the rules of money. We're going to get into the rules of money. And, and before we start getting too deep into the rules, uh, just question that I throw out to, to any of you all, um, just how were you um, first exposed to money um, growing up? Like, what what were some things on uh, from an exposure level? What what were your thoughts going into it? And then the the big part of the question is: um, once you got into the profession that you're in now, what shifted and changed? Okay, and and so that's what I want to throw to Charles. I'm gonna throw it at you real quick first. Allow allow the guests to kind of get up in there a little bit quick and first. But what for you? Um, how were you introduced to money? And uh, what changed once you got into the to the field? So I I don't remember like my parents ever telling me like, hey, this is this is what a dollar is. This is what a penny or anything like that is. Uh, I remember one day going in the store with my uncle and I saw some Skittles in uh, on the shelf. So I looked at him. I was like, man, I can get these Skittles. And I looked at the price and then I started looking at the ounces and stuff like that. So I started breaking it down like it costs this much and I get this much per ounce. And my uncle's like. This dude's smart, man. He 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 understand, you know, the value mm-hmm. of, you know, what he's paying for. And so that's one story I can think of like that I got exposed to money, but it mm-hmm. wasn't like someone saying, Hey, uh, this is what your money's worth, this is what you can get with your money. Mm-hmm. Go from there. So but you know, like I think like all of us, none of us were really taught like, hey, this is what money is, this is how you gain your money. None of that stuff. So I I don't I don't I don't really remember a moment where mm-hmm. I was actually taught, hey, this is what money is. Mm-hmm. Sad, Harris. What about you, man? Where, where, where when you were coming up, what 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 was your exposure level to to, to money? Ooh, exposure level. <laughs> That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> sim- similar to you, man. Uh, I, I, it probably was like going to the candy lady, right? Uh, your your mom give you a dollar, and it's you and your cousins. I right, y'all go. You get to the candy lady. She's like, all right, baby. You know, we have this, this, this. And you say, hey, man, I only got a dollar. Like, how are we gonna figure this out? Okay, if you get that. You give me half of that, I'll get this, and you get that. So that was my first, you know, as a child. Professionally, 
out of college, I went right into financing, right? More on the servicing side than I've been in banking for about 27, 28 years, going from each department and learning, making all the way to a C-level executive and realizing that what I thought was money is not even money, mm-hmm. right? Having, having, having that paradigm shift, like, wow, I made it my adult life and thought, you know, you know, an arbitrary number was it. And then getting on the back end, you say, that's one transaction? What I thought was it is one transaction, right? Mm-hmm. So just saying, hey, I, you know, it's too much out there and I need to learn. So that's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, mm-hmm. my experience. Yeah, for, for, for me, um, my exposure level was not very high. Um, matter of fact, um, it was one of those things where you kind of keep out of grown folks' business, mm-hmm. right? Um, the one thing that uh, my exposure was whether or not I, I could see – whether or not we were doing okay. And then there was also obviously some notable times when, when we weren't doing okay. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And so those, some of those notable times are, are when uh, uh, (laughs) the, the sound of when your, your electricity is being turned off. Right. (laughs) Yeah. That's the sound. Right, you know the sound. You oh what? <laughs> well, that's the next word. Is going to be. Well, <laughs> time to go find them candles. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. right? Yeah. So, um, the, the exposure level wasn't too high, but uh, as I I grew older, um, I became um, uh, just more aware of the fact that it's it's hard to expose me to something that you really don't know much about yet. Mm. Right. 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 And so I think that was more part of the problem um, in in itself that it wasn't that it was just uh, a conscious. I'm trying to hold back information from you. You You can't give anything that you don't have. Right. Right. Right? And so that that that's the biggest thing that that I've seen. And then from a from a professional standpoint, um, you know, I I have family members that are that are now in the finance game. And so I got exposed um, to them um, as far as working in finance. But then I started to realize that they were only working in one side of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, there's so many right. different sides right. to right. to money. Um, so and sides. so um, they have their strategies that are over there. And so I was uh, I had a wet appetite to learn more mm-hmm. than just their their right. way of doing it which is not a bad way at all no. it's just a, a fact of oh they got they got there's there's more to it than just this one strategy that's over here right mm-hmm. so um my exposure didn't come until after i graduated um well yeah it was after i graduated high school and when i got to college like that was my my first reality of of just having to deal with money because at that point you know I'm on my own right. you know and having to manage things and all that kind of stuff. Now Bethel, you 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 lived in a in a different type of bubble, you know. Uh, you know you 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 gifted uh-huh. athlete folks, you know. That don't mean you was exposed to money. <laughs> you kidding me? I come right. from the projects of Stop Six. That's Stop a, Six. That's a that was different. So for me, my exposure to money honestly didn't happen. Um, because I mean, when you're growing up in those environments, you really think that's normal. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Yeah. So for me growing up in the environment that I was growing up in, it was just normal for everybody to kind of be in the same, in the same boat. Situation, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, it wasn't until I moved to Corsicana, um, and I started playing baseball and my guardian who is a financial advisor and he, he, uh, basically 
basically um, work with everybody money in town, right? So I knew he was he had money, mm-hmm. right? I knew that, and and instead of like handing me money, he exposed me to stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And it made me think of oh, I need to get here in order to get that, right? right. So he would take us as a baseball team. He would he would expose us to different like restaurants and, and things like that. And in my mind, the whole time he was doing this stuff, to me it was registering like, okay, I want to do this mm-hmm. on my own. You want to be able, you want right. to be able to do that. Right. I want to be able to do this on my own. I don't want to have to depend on him to mm-hmm. always expose me to these things. And so I remember um, when I got drafted. Right, that was my real real experience first time experience with money mm-hmm. because now I come into a huge sum of money overnight that I didn't have the day before right and I have no experience and no one else around me with that experience and so long 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 story short he became my financial advisor and like I said before in in a, a couple of episodes prior I told him I said listen I don't know much about your game mm-hmm. but what I do know is I don't want to go back to broke Right. So take this and make this last me the rest of my life. That was the conversation we had. Right. <laughs> but I was inquisitive about the moves he was making with my money. Right. So when it came to putting it in certain investments, you know, or whatever, mm-hmm. I had questions about those things. Like, right. And that kind of just gave me. You were seeking for understanding. I was seeking for an un- understanding right. because right. I'm like, dude, I told you this got to let me rest of my life. I can't take no dips. Right. Mm-hmm. I need my stuff to be always going up, brother. <laughs> right. I don't want to hear nothing about, well, the market. I don't want to hear none of that. Right. Like, mm-hmm. To me, that was inexcusable because I didn't understand the game. I right. just knew that my money should be growing based on what you do for a living. Right. Now, Charles, you you went to one of the best business schools. That's he was an out. engineer. <laughs> now. <laughs> the Florida A&M University. Went to Keep going. Florida A&M University, right? So... Um, the when you got the step co- cousin of Texas A and M University, no, ain't no Thank step you. or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Not, no relation. No, no relation. No step. No nothing. We 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 are excellence with care, and we always are at excellence. Here level, they go. Right? So um, you gonna get me started? Now we got two on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. Never Don't do it. it. <laughs> but so when when you got to school for you, um, what 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 was there any level different levels of of exposure at that time? That that started to make that shift for you, or or, or what was it like for you before um, getting into your career field? So there wasn't really anything, you know, at FAMU. I didn't like you said the business school. I probably should have spent more time in the business school, mm-hmm. learning about finances and things of that sort. But I didn't. I got my degree in electrical engineering at the College of Engineering, uh, FSU FAMU College of Engineering, FAMU FSU College of Engineering. There we go. But uh, <laughs> I, I didn't really get that experience with money then but i'll tell you an interesting story why i got into finance once i got out once i graduated you know i had you know i didn't have any loans or anything like coming through school and uh i came out here to texas and i interviewed and i actually thought i was gonna end up in orlando um at uh, lockheed martin in orlando mm-hmm. be like yeah you got to come to texas and interview and uh, when i came back they sent me a letter saying that this is how much money you're going to make i was like gosh i just came from Nothing. I'm on the meal plan, and now right. I got these guys. No, I'm right. taking that job, so right. I took it. But the thing I I wish I had known, that I wish I had gotten that fam you or what to do with that money when you get it. Because mm-hmm. I got out here, I had this old car. I mean, it was a cash car. It was paid for. I came out here. I looked at. I went to a car lot. Mm-hmm. It was a, a Nissan Altima, 2002. The guy was like, "Yeah, it's gonna be twenty five thousand I was like, "Boom! I got it. I could pay." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know nothing about negotiating. You know, the price down. Right. Those are things that you need. How to, you know, negotiate 
I got the car it was like five hundred thirty some dollars a month. I was like, Shh, ain't nothing, man. I I got plenty of money now. I could pay for that. But those are just things that, you know, how to negotiate a car. You know, how mm-hmm. to when you're going to get a house, don't just take the price that they give you. Right, right. right. Push back, you know. Right. But those are things that. But I didn't get that experience. I didn't get that knowledge. Right, you know, so. right, right, right. Harris, what about you, man? Uh, did did uh, things shifted for you when once you got into um into your career field like what was like an aha moment for you um because you're coming from having a a banking c-level uh experience Mm -hmm. you know coming from you know your your area of oak cliff um (laughs) that's your hood right (laughs) (laughs) to now um working for one of the largest banks you know in the states i mean there had to been some kind of kind of shift that was just like whoa i mean it was a shift but the thing about it even though I was working for them, I was working for me. Mm. So I went in there, uh, you know, from the bottom and worked my way up. But the whole time I was like, look, I'm going to get enough where I can do my own thing. I don't know what it is, but mm. I just know me being an employee was not going to be it. Like, mm. Right. You know, even though I was moving up because, you know, I'm prideful. I want to be the best. You know, I have responsibilities and obligations. And uh, in order to do the things that I want to do, I got to make a little more money. It's going to require a little more but I realized, man, I was, I was, I may have had a little money, but I was, I was time, I had zero time, mm-hmm. and it was affecting my household. And uh, you know, I told a story before. I was in my office and I was uh, distributing bonus checks, and I realized that bonus check was about twenty, twenty five, twenty seven percent of my salary. And I'm like, it's no way mm-hmm. that I'm never off, cell phone by the bed, mm-hmm. flying all over, missing events in, in my house, and uh. The thing about banking is once you make it to an executive level, you're privy to reports, right? Right, right. And I'm not – it's two type of reports in banking, right? <laughs> uh, the reports you may see, you know, that are common knowledge, and there are, there are the executive level reports that might not cast the same uh, picture that, you know. So I, I, I was privy to, and, and I'm looking at, you know, I'm going line by line, right? Right. Once again, I already told you what I thought was money. I saw that on one line. I'm like, wow, I'm trying to make that in my entire life. And that's mm-hmm. on her on one line. And what's so cold about it? That was someone's quarterly bonus. <laughs> Golly. Golly. So then so so honestly, I got I got upset. I'm like, man, this I'm hustling backwards. I'm busting my ass. I'm here all the time. Uh, I'm I'm making them money. It's Stephen A. Smith. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm 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 one hundred percent excelling, right? I'm winning these awards, right? I saved the company three million dollars one year. You know, thinking outside the box. Yeah, they they rewarded me with a crumb, which was, oh, you know what? We think you have what it takes to be a C level executive. Mm-hmm. Now, when I look around the room, I see a lot of different hues, but I don't I don't really see mine. So I'm like, okay, representation is important. Uh, I realized though, if they can pay me this amount, how much money do they really have? And once again, on the reports, right? Uh, it was an other. So I went to the office. What's this other? It's ancillary. That's for travel. I said, the travel is $7 million? I said, is that company-wide? No, no. I said, is is it regional? No, no, that's the office. (laughs) And and prior to that, uh, I hadn't negotiated a a bonus. Well, the thing in banking is is the the finish line was continually getting moved. Mm -hmm. I get close to that finish line. 
pat me on the back, but I don't get quite over it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, let me let me give you a crumb, you know, just to keep you happy. And at that point, I'm like, you know what? This is not going to work. I had to figure something out, and I made a decision because I realized the amount of money that I was seeing, you know, I'm not talking about, like, fantasizing. Like, I actually saw reports. Mm-hmm. I could go into the system and see what was going in and out, you know, and I realized I am just – a speck on the wall in this building, but I'm giving them my all. And clearly they're not giving me their all, right? Mm-hmm. So the money that was coming in the building, the money that was being held from me, you know, as a carrier, right? Just keep working hard, you know. Uh, you know, Christopher, can you go here? Can you can you train this person? I train that person. I look up. They, they have a whole division. I train them. Like, what's going mm-hmm. on? Mm-hmm. Well, what is that salary for that division? Oh no, I gotta do something different, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And I, I just I made a decision right there. And to be honest, I didn't, I didn't ask, I didn't consult with anybody. I figured out, you know what? I don't want to live my life with what ifs. Right. So I'm gonna take what I have and I'm gonna invest in me. And uh, you know, through that being an entrepreneur, I already had kind of some things out there. I got into you know, uh, medical sales, and I got into real estate. And I got into some other things. And, and what I realized with my background is it allowed me a seat at the table. It kind of quantified when I said I can do it. Well, he has this education. He has experience. Let me give him a chance. And, you know, once again, I'm just an example of the people that I'm with. I don't want to take any credit for any, any success I've had. I've been around some good people, been tied to some bad people. So I've learned enough coming up and going down that I know that the only way I'll ever get to where I'm trying to go is I make sure I tie myself to the right people, and I learn. I'm, I'm willing. I'm willing to be molded, even at this age and at this level in life. You can always learn and grow and get better. Mm-hmm. Always. Now, with y'all two, uh, well, this this could be a well. This is definitely applicable for for all three of y'all. Um, what was the training like going into working for these different financial institutions that y'all were into? <laughs> it was like it was like going like, back to college. They, they vary though. Right. They vary. right. So. From a training aspect, um, what were some of the, like the the high level things regarding money? Were were they teaching you? Just in general, what what were some of the things that they were teaching y'all when when you got up in there? Well, I know in portfolio building, they before uh, I got to um, to where he is, um, we talked about wealth eroding factors, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like nine of them, and that was something that I was like, oh, I I never thought about, you know, playing obsolescence. Yeah. You know, pl- your devices are planned to go out. Right. That's what they're planning for. Uh, I understood that there was taxes, then I didn't account for inflation. I didn't mm-hmm. account for um, all these other factors, you know what I'm saying, that would, would drain capital from you, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so, it, yeah, like, I didn't I didn't know that at the time. So when the training, and doing that training, it was it was crazy because in the training that I was going through at the, at, uh, at the, the firm I was with, it was some guys who just graduated. Mm-hmm. They just got their masters and you know finance and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And right then and there, we were sitting there in the class, and the kid, and one of the dudes, was like, "Man, I learned nothing. <laughs> I went to school and I learned nothing because mm-hmm. now you're in the real world application of things, right? So, I think the training varies. When I got to uh, the company you work for, when I got there, it was a different type of training because now I'm in a different area as it relates to. To money, because money is multifaceted. So right. we was in a different area as it relates to money. Yeah. What about for you? Uh, what, what I agree it? with Bethel. It, it varies by what your division you're in, what uh, career path you're going in. You got to take those different licenses, like the seven, the sixty-six, the mm-hmm. sixty-three is. 
all different licenses you got to take. So the training, it's not just like this one cookie cutter, like this is what you got to do. This will prepare you for everything. Oh, no. It just depends on what you're doing, where you're trying to go. So and, oh, oh, <laughs> to tap into that, what I realized too, we have all those, you know, the, the, the sevens, and, you know, he fully licensed. So he got more licenses. He got certifications. Go uh, and even in that, it's a, it's the, the north of the pep rally, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to, we're going to send you, over here with all mm-hmm. this information. Mm-hmm. We're going to send you over here. That's what we want to direct you, right? Mm-hmm. So I was sitting back the other day. I think I might have told you. I sat, man, I sat there and took the, the you know, you were there when I yeah. took the seven and, and and I was going through all this stress, all this, you know, stressing out, all this other stuff. I was on vacation, studying for the test, everything. Mm-hmm. And then you come to find out that's what they want us to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what they want us to play because that's where I am it. now when it comes to, 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 to commerce is a completely different world, and you can't even really, you can't, there's no books and no training on that. Nah, ain't no Google. Ain't no this. Googling yeah. this, ain't no training on this, there's nothing that they can, it's it's because it's outside of that. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so then, it's so the thank, whole game of commerce. Thank you for getting not into, parts of into commerce. My, my, my point right there, because the reason why I was asking y'all those 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 questions is because uh, imagine that you got, you, you went into finance into a specific field, right? And mm-hmm. all three of y'all have, have are are have different experiences but if you decide to sit in one space of training of finance that could be quote unquote what some people would be their world of what money looks like oh yeah right yeah and so part of the problem that i see uh going on especially you know what we face with doing certain deals is sometimes even when you're in finance for a certain amount of time frame the people that you listen to in finance you want to get an understanding on how yeah. broad and they're, how deep their knowledge they're, they're is. They're an expert right. on that page, they're, not, not right. the book. Right, right. because right. y'all right. just y'all, y'all yeah. each just talked about training. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you're trained on a specific part because I need you to move this widget and do this particular job. Mm-hmm. So all the th- not I don't believe that one person has a hundred percent of the expertise when they it comes don't. to all things of money. It's it's it to me it's impossible. Uh, based on just even taking a series seven, all that information Regulations that we have to, alone. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all the information yeah. you have to learn uh, for like this this it's classroom learning. Yeah, we're not right. we're not talking about no no all the stuff you gotta learn <laughs> about that. It's cause it's a general um license where you can tap into any area of finance. Right. Um, but in where in where in our world it's off limits, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. if you tap into the world that I'm in, you got to get a license up for it, right? right? Why is that? Because that information that you learn for the seven, yeah. 66, yeah. 63, it's, it's 65, ar- it's arbitrary. It yeah. has yeah. nothing to yeah. do with where the game is actually being played. That's why mm-hmm. I say, well, you can't have that license there. Yes, because that license is going to structure us into mm-hmm. specific boxes, and we got to stay there. But when you want to know the game game, it's outside of that stuff, mm-hmm. right? That's the pep yeah. rally noise I talk about yeah, when agree. it comes to Charles, that. Charles, what's, what, what's it like for you trying to move around with inside of the organization and getting exposed to, to different sides of the other game? Uh, it, they have this unwritten rule. You have to be there in your position for a year oh, yeah, before right. you can transition to something. It's probably the same thing. in couple years, bullshit. It is for some. And, and why? Yeah. And because for us, for, for indigenous people, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah go ahead. It could it could be different for you know <laughs> us, uh, but it's you have to be there for a year. You have to learn your position. You know, be a good worker, build your connections and stuff like that. But uh, 
it, it, it's tough. It's tough. And um, that's something I had to learn because I think I'm super intelligent guy. I think I work really, really hard, but that doesn't mean anything when you go on in an interview and you got 20 other people that are interviewing for that same position. And they, yeah. you may do it well in that interview. Mm-hmm. What they're going to tell you, you were great. There's nothing right. more you could have done in this interview, but we're going to take somebody that was already on our on our team. We're listen, gonna listen. Them. That happened listen, I'm, to I'm, me. I'm gonna tell you at the same company. I'll try to get to yeah. Yeah. <laughs> me at the same company. He know that. I'm, to I'm, me. I'm, I'm gonna tell you what was what's so cold about this subject is I can remember thinking I knew it, and uh, knowing I'm qualified, knowing I was an expert on the subject matter, and an opportunity came up within the company. And uh, shout out to my uh, my wife. She said something that hurt my heart and my feelings. She was like, oh, "You not gonna get there. You know what? You don't know. How to, you don't want to play the game." And I'm like, "I bust my tail. I know. I know what I'm talking about. I don't have to play the game. I 100 percent had to play the game if I wanted to operate within their business. Mm-hmm. That, that is true. That, I, mean, I 100 percent had to play the game to the point where uh, the uh, the the VP. That interview me said, "Man, I'm 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 extremely impressed with you know the applicable information that you have. You could do this, you know. You could probably train me, but but yeah. but the, co- the but. <laughs> but the culture of of that department in that building might not allow you to do it. And uh, I you know I got the subtle cues. And as he closed the interview, he said, uh." Chris, I want to tell you, you know, you you got to figure out, man. If you want to move, you got to figure out how to play the game. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was, I, I went in my car, man. I just sit there for like fifteen minutes, like contemplating driving off, mm-hmm. because I felt like I did what I was supposed to do, so I should get what I worked hard for. And that was a paradigm shift in life and in business. You know what? If I want to be a hamster, that may work, but because I'm a disruptor, I recognize within myself. I don't want to compromise who I am or my vision or my thoughts, or I don't even want to conform to maybe the culture if it's going to be outside of where I think I need to go in I'm life. I'm going to piggyback on something he's saying. I'm, you no, can be ahead. the smartest person oh, yeah. in the room. You don't know the right person. Oh, come on, man. You're not going to move around. Right. You're, not, you're not going to move around. You can, you can go in there and ace the interview. You didn't know the right person to move to where you're trying to go. So I, I agree yeah. with you 100%. And once you make it to a certain level, these positions are not – Coming up like every day on Indeed or anything. These are senior individuals that know the people, Mm -hmm. you know, that have relationships in and outside the building. You have to know someone to even get an opportunity to be at the table, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So when you get to the table, if you don't, if you don't know the code, Mm -hmm. then it doesn't matter if you're at the table. Right. And 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 I'm a I'm more of the mind of when I know the game I'm playing, I understand the rules, Right. right? Now I can navigate that game. I don't have to play exactly by the because that's how I'm contrarian. That I don't yeah. like to go with the crowd. I go yeah. against the grain on a lot of stuff. And so even where we were, it's like you got to do this, got to do that. I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm gonna learn. I understand. I know the game. Yeah. I, 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 no, that's, that's just disruptive. I understood yeah. the rules of the game. Uh-huh. So me understanding the rules of the game, I knew which rules to follow. You come up with your own play, right? To, to, yeah. to get around. Yeah. to get to where I was trying to go, right. I knew like, okay, I got to do this, 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 this. I'm going to skip these rules right here, but I'm going to do this one, this one, this one that's going to allow me to get here. Prime example, I had failed the test and failed up. First, probably the first man, black man. Don't bring that up, man. Probably, <laughs> probably the first black man in history to fail oh up, right? right, right. Uh, <laughs> I failed up and got a promotion, oh, right? right? 
Uh, <laughs> I did. Man. I feel I got. We was on the same team. Same, same team. team. He said, "Man, how did?" But I was up. happy for him because I was. How he how he failed his test and move up, right? Because what's for you is for you. You're right. Well, and so, but this is what happened though. I got to this the other part of it. Dominated over there, mm-hmm. and then when he moved, I was like, and he was like, "Man, come on over here." Right. I said, "Well, look, I'm gonna come over there." Listen, thing he's talking about, I. Aced the interview. Aced it. Right. Loved me. Wanted me there. Mm-hmm. Right. Then my manager went behind my back mm-hmm. and said, well, you know he got to pass the 66. And that position didn't even count for even call right. for the 66. Right. And when he went over there and he disrupted that for me, I understood. At that point, I was like, you know what? I'm going to really leave because yeah. I can't have somebody controlling how I move based on some type of arbitrary um uh, matriculation plan that they have, right? Because I can, I saw that the same people that came in with him that didn't look like us were moving mm-hmm. less than a year. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, they were telling us, "Hey, y'all got to man, you gotta stay here a year." Blah blah blah. I'm like, why? Right. We are licensed to move. We can do all. Everybody else. Everybody else is moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why we got to stay here, right? And so w- when that happened, that was my that was that was I was already planning on leaving. Yeah. I, I constructed a plan to how to get out of there without them firing me. Right. And I did. I was like, you, you know what? Because when I was taking the test, the last test I was taking, I was like, you know what? I, I had like 10 minutes left, right? And I had like five questions. I said, man, and I knew I was passing the test at this point. I said, man, if you pass this test, Bethel, you're going to still be at this company. And at this point, we had already started what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And I was just like. I, I remember. <laughs> yeah. And I was sitting there. I was like, man, if, if you, if you, because I had already saw the game. Yeah. At this point, I want out, but I don't, I don't want them to, I don't want them to yeah. fire me. Yeah. You right? want to control I, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get it. And so I, I bombed. I, I went to the last five questions. I was like, nip, 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 nip. and I missed the test by one question. Mm-hmm. And I was cool. Mm-hmm. And I act like I was sad. Like, you know, I did all of that. I played because I'm playing the game within the game. Mm-hmm. I know what's, what's going on here. And so I was like, I got to get out of here. I made sure that they were going to pay me when I left. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to quit. Mm-hmm. I was ready to quit. When I saw the information that we got on to, I was ready to quit. It's still pretty magic how you pulled all that off. I was, I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I come in with an exit strategy. Yeah. Right. Always. Right. Right. I didn't right. know I had to implement it that quickly, but I did. Once I saw that they was going to not let me move, mm-hmm. and I was like, for what? I saw all these people that are in place that didn't look like me. That was controlling all our moves. Mm-hmm. I was like, "I'm good. I'm out of here." So, so kind of shifting the the conversation just a little bit here. Um, when it comes to investing, what what level of exposure? Because you you talked about um, kind of <laughs> when you got to your to your mentor or your your guardian, you was like, "Hey, make sure that this happens." Mm-hmm. What what were some things that you got exposed to that helped? Um, uh, strengthen your your investing muscle if if that happened at the very beginning what what was that like well just understanding how to read uh my statements my financial statements mm-hmm. uh understanding what it looks like to get back um to, to understanding what a dividend was understand mm-hmm. what stocks were like i got exposed to those things that mm-hmm. that's kind of turned me on to investing and investing uh through that, through the stock market and things like that. So he exposed me to those things and different types of um, uh, investments that you can get into. Mm-hmm. That's what I got exposed to 
with mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Charles, so, I'll, I'll say for me, um, <clears throat> just getting into the business, I told like I graduated from FAMU, FSU, FSU College Engineering. So when I started working at Lockheed Martin, I came in as an aeronautics engineer. And, when, you know, when you first work at any company, they say, here's your employer-sponsored plan. Right. Uh, <laughs> pick your investments. And right. in 30 years from now, you'll have millions of million dollars in there. So right. me and my engineering brain, I just looked on the sheet. I said, well, I'm going to put 10% in this, 10% in that, till I get 100%. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of the dumbest things ever that mm-hmm. I've done because that's not asset allocation at all. I, right. I just picked. So right. that's why I got into the business. I was like, man, I don't know nothing. You thought you were diversifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so diversify portfolio, 10% and everything. So I didn't know anything about finance or investing at all. So I wanted to get into it. So that's why I left there when I got a master's in sports science, coached some college basketball for five years. Then I went and worked at Ameriprise Financial, didn't pass the 66, mm-hmm. failed it three times. They mm-hmm. said, yeah, you're a nice person, but you can't work here. This is fee-based planning. So right. I had to go sell life insurance for three years in Northwestern. Loved it. Loved it. Mm-hmm. My father passed away. They said he lied on his application. I'm like, I wrote the application. You right. Know, yeah. All the 100 people that I got an application for, y'all didn't say nothing about them. And, you know, my dad passed away. The person I love and trust the most had to leave there. But I got a designation before I left. Retirement income certified professional designation. Went over to Chase Bank, worked in there for a little bit, and then I went to Fidelity, did some personal investing. So that's the thing I learned, like the difference between personal investing and workplace investing. Oh, that's mm-hmm. that's when you and I were trying to get retirement planning. Mm-hmm. That was on the workplace investing side, but yeah, there's a difference yeah, between personal different. investing and yeah. workplace investing. But and, and break that down what, for a little bit. What, what, what's the difference between workplace investing and So workplace investing, investing, that's just basically your employer-sponsored plan. Right. Mm-hmm. Personal investing, that's just you open a brokerage account. You got your IRAs and right. just raw. Yeah, yeah, all those different, just the personal side of things. But workplace is your employer-sponsored plan. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. So um, some of the things that I think it's going to be important for us to kind of get into is just um, some of the different rules um, for those that are, are looking to get into investing, what I see a lot that's happening out there right now is we have a lot of people teaching, um, hey, here's here jump into stocks or hey, jump into uh, real estate or hey, let's j- jump into Turo, right? Like there's a lot of things that people are are being exposed to to that that's quote unquote putting your money to work, but nobody's really teaching the rules of money so that you can understand is this like a qualified good investment for myself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one of the very first basic uh, investment uh, rules that anybody should know before they even get into things is the rule of 72, mm-hmm. right? Like that is that is foundational. And and uh, uh, as we like to say, excuse my cigar smoke, uh, if, if your financial advisor is not telling you the rule of 72, they're not. They're not being a financial advisor. Mm-hmm. They're they're just another salesperson with inside of a financial organization. But mm-hmm. some companies don't teach that. Yeah, but true. Some some organizations don't teach that, right? Mm-hmm. Some some uh, are the rule of seventy two. <laughs> What's crazy? I learned rule of seventy two at Primerica. Okay, mm. that's where I first learned to when I first first got into the business. Mm-hmm. I learned the rule of seventy two at Primerica. Right. So for those that are listening and watching, rule seventy two simply just says this, right? Um, it's all about compound interest. Mm-hmm. So you take the number 72 and uh, divide it by the the interest rate that you're going to be receiving on your money. Mm-hmm. So if you have a 10% return on your money, then you know it's going to take you 7.2 years before you will double your money, mm-hmm. right? So um, that's that's what it is. That's And when I first started getting to the, to the game of investing, I started being like, okay, I hear everybody talking about, oh, 
uh, over here is where you can get double digit returns, double right. digit returns. Right? right. I was like, why? Why is that so important? Well, the reason why it's so important falls back to the rule 72, because we recognize how powerful compounding Listen. interest is when it comes to your money and how fast you're able to on a ramp up without though yeah. without eroding factors. Though. That's what I said on, right. a, ramp, on a ramp up. Yeah, on a ramp that up. daily per diem, that balloon. I'm telling you, uh, once I stepped out on my own and I got into a couple of the fields, I had a little cash and uh, I was exposed to the market on a personal level through forex. Mm-hmm. Me and a couple of friends of mine, we threw our money in the pot. We we got up to a hundred k. We threw a hundred k in the game, right? seven of us didn't really know the game, but we, we knew it was a smoke over there, right? Mm-hmm. And we want we want we want a part of it. So guess what? The young man that was the actual trader got 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 our portfolio up to a nice sizable amount. Everybody was super excited, right? Had all these plans, what you getting ready to do. Uh he failed to take himself out of a trade. Mm. And all of our capital went away. Mm. And that conversation uh, with, with with myself and my six other partners, that he had to stand before us and say that. And, and I, I tell you, something inside of me said, never again. Not never again getting in the market, but never again will I put my financial freedom in someone else's hand. My father is dead and gone. He had a saying. Every day up to the day he died, he asked me the same question. He's the Chris, what do you do if a man has a gun to your head every day? To the point where it was irritating growing up, like, what, man? What, what do I, like, daddy, what? He never told me. He said, you'll figure it out. Right before he died, he said, what do you do if a man has a gun to your head? I said, what, daddy? So you take the bullets out. You never give a man an opportunity to put a trigger on you. Now, that is so profound because that's a physical and a mental death. You never allow someone else to be in a position to make a decision on them. You have to equip yourself with information so you can make it. No one is going to take care of you or save you. It's got, it has to be you. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So I think that um, for those that 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 have not uh, really understand the power of compounding um, money and interest, uh, do yourself a favor and, and understand this. Um, what, which will you take um, at a later stage? Will you take a million dollars? Um, in in a in a month, or will you take a penny a penny that will compound daily in a month? Which one was will be more money? You well, we know that. <laughs> we know the answer to that, right? So that those question. that are watching and listening, go. It kind of goes back to the crumbs. It goes back to the crumbs, right? Yeah. So go, uh, uh, look that up, see what that what's what that's like, because that at that point in time gives you the understanding of of what. Um, what compound interest and the power of it can can really do. Right. So we need folks to to really be equipped and understanding because um, we tend to get into different investments and 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 opportunities. Because I had I, I remember having um, a conversation with a friend. Um, there was there's there's a group that was pushing out a real estate opportunity, um, and and they were saying, okay, here's what we're gonna give you. All right, we're gonna give you. Um, I think it was like it was around like seven seven percent return, and then plus, you know, we're gonna do these type of management fees and blah blah blah, and then we're gonna split this right voting factor right yeah. as one of them yeah right. right? Yeah. So they didn't because if if you didn't understand the rules of the game, right. you would look at that and be like, man, well that sounds that sounds like a great 
you know, <laughs> thing to get into. They we're, tell, oh, we're going to split 50-50 once we get to this part right here. We're the per diem Exactly, <laughs> right? Right, right? But if you don't know the rules of money or know the rules of the game, right. then you're looking at that like that's a great thing. But what they're pulling off here is almost highway robbery right, compared mm-hmm. to – Fees alone. Fees alone, right. highway robbery compared right. to all the other uh, uh, investment pool for, for real estate yeah, that sits out see, there. That's a sexy finesse. Sexy you know finesse, sexy man. Finesse. We, they had they had all the sexy we pictures put that out on there. A t-shirt. You know, <laughs> sexy <laughs> finesse, <laughs> right? They, they they did a great marketing campaign. Right, had right. t-shirt or had had videos, had right. Instagram right. going, all this kind of stuff, right? And everybody's like, oh yeah, this is what we need. This is what we need. And you come down to looking at it, and I said, man, ain't no way I'm putting my money into that, right? I I love what they're doing because yeah. we need that as a people. But yeah, if I look at the numbers right. as far as the, what it, the, what's going the, on, the logistics of it didn't make it didn't make sense. sense. Right, right. There's no way I would put my money into that because I see what's going on, right? So that first rule is understanding what compound interest is, understand right? it, and understand what the rule of seventy two is. Right. Yeah. Uh, what? So the question becomes now: Where do people that work normally park their money? Right. So yeah. he uh, just brought four, it up. Four, four, one, right. So so w- before right. we even get that that deep. Because uh, whether they number, normally park their money, I think it's understand. It's 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 important for us to understand how money grows. Yeah. Because understanding how money grows tells you where a lot of people end up parking their money, mm-hmm. right? So um, you got you got um, you got gr- money that 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 grows um, in the variable market, which right. is like your stocks, right? Right. Um, variable just means things are going up and down, up no, and down. Right? No, I, I, what I'm saying is he gave an example right. of PI and WI. Oh, yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So there's, a, there's those are going to be the two spaces that you're going to be investing your money. Mm-hmm. So either you're going personal side right. and on the investment where you, you, you open up brokerage accounts. Right. And on the workplace side is where you invest into yeah, the I'm, workplace. So I'm, I'm getting to that, right? So th- my, my point is um, – I think it's important to understand how money grows. Right. Then those decisions that comes into how, how where you're placing it, those those two spots, right. which you're you're 100 percent correct about. Um, those those tend to be you you kind of control your decision based upon understanding how what what money how money is actually growing. Right. Right. So if you if I know that the, poten- the potential growth on that right potential growth yeah, right? right. So you have you have strategies like. Like um, or not strategies, but you have money that grows from from a um, a, a variable market, mm-hmm. which is just stock markets right. type type things. There's there's all kinds of other 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 things when it comes to variable. Right. You have your your index market, mm-hmm. um, which comes to your, your insu- you yeah. know your insurance uh, right. policies where you can get some things out of there. Um, you have fixed, right. you know. Um, so understanding the growth on how money grows, that's really the only major ways of of how money really grows inside of the different markets you, you get what i'm saying so um so i think that's that's bar but i want you to break down for me uh the two other variables that you were talking about earlier um as far as where people are placing their money well that's what i'm saying like he he was breaking it down like he, he was saying that there's two that's that's the two places people do it right when they investing because that's the places they know to invest right right so when we when we did our 401k we understood what we were doing, right? Um, now. <laughs> now, but my experience—the reason why I didn't never—I never invested in in uh, their 
their 401k because of my experience with the NFL 401k. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm not doing this because I knew it was a scam in my mind. Right. This is a scam. I'm not, I'm not doing this. You already had experience. I had experience right. with how they put your money in prison. Put your money over here. Right. You can never get in that room to get without it. Ooh, be, without, ooh, being, without being punished right. and penalized for pulling out. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So I understood that. But you're, you're, you're still active. So what break those two things down, the, the workplace and the, the PI in the experiences um, where people park their money. So one so is one is contract based, yeah. right? But I'm saying, like, you think, you think about it. you think about it, most brokers, they know a little bit, but they have to deal with those contracts. So they're pushing people in these doors because they had the company has relation with them. They're not saying what's going to really work for them, right? I can't do a one off, right? I have to go with what the culture exactly. is over there, yeah. right? And, and, and historically, it's very little movement. Because I want to keep you in this loop because I'm I'm getting all the fees off of it. Mm-hmm. I, I want to keep you happy. I want to make you too happy. Because you're too happy, you're going to take your money and leave, right? Yeah, so workplace investing, you you have only the investments that your plan sponsor mm-hmm. that they give you. So the they, they, they may give you 30 different investments. You some mm-hmm. target date funds and some other index yeah, funds that you can support. invest in. So you're kind of limited on what you can invest in in the workplace. But personal investing yes. It's wide open. Yeah. You know, you right. got your brokerage account. You can do stocks, your bonds, your mutual funds, your ETS. You can pretty much go in. The more money you have, the more access you have to other investments, right. alternative investments that right. aren't available to, you know, people that don't have as much capital. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Before you got into uh, doing what you're doing now, how much were you exposed to um, to the rules of, of, of 401ks? You, I told you my story. Yeah, I, was, was, <laughs> I, I picked ten percent and put in ten different funds. That part was based on that visual. Yeah, that, that was that it. bar. That bar yeah, code, right? right? I mean, that's a lot. Of, a lot of folks are, red, are in green, that in red. that yeah. you know that pot when it comes to you know the four hundred one ks because that's it's it's pushed right. It's just it's it's one of the things to do, mm-hmm. right? It's it's you know oh okay a selling point. I'm going to get insurance. I'm getting a retirement plan pension four hundred one k. You know. And I'm getting into the into that to that game of, of putting my money there. Well, um, I, w- I would say it's not a bad investment though, because if somebody, well, if somebody's giving you free, if I told you right now, Bethel, uh, you give me ten dollars, I'm gonna give you twenty. But it's well, not free money. Yeah, that's it's a whole not, other conversation. It's not, it's not free money. It's not because you're gonna have to pay tax on it. It's locked up for a certain amount exactly. of time. Exactly, it's not free. But if I told you today, I'm gonna give you twenty dollars if you give me ten, would you take it? It sounds good, but it sounds good. Right. Because, right. because we all know, because we're mm-hmm. in financing, that money that you think that they're matching has already been given to them. It's just like insurance. You go get oil change, and they say, "Oh, you got a crack in your windshield." Which, no, no, I said, no, no. I'm, I'm just here to get oil change. They say, "No, it's already paid for." Mm-hmm. That don't mean you paid for it, right. but you really, you really did pay for it. Mm-hmm. It's a use the loser type thing, and that's really the game. You know, how many? I, I think about the times where I've sat in those meetings and it was such a high level you couldn't catch what was going on and you had to make a decision at the end of the day. Right. I, I, need, I need you to sign up. But what you don't realize, you, that's a decision that you probably need to pause on mm-hmm. because you make a decision on your potential capital. Now, I want you all to hear this. Now, I was going to say with him, he, he is exactly right because investing is very personal. It's, yeah, everybody's very not so the same. You're a different investor. Right. You're, yeah. you're all right, different. Right, right, so right. for me to say it's a bad investment, well, the person that to go work on a job for 35 years, 40 years, it might be great for them right. to but watch put this, their though. money in a, It is true. That is true because that's, again, that's pep rally noise. Mm-hmm. That's the smoke, mm-hmm. right? But what's the reality? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the reality? The reality is everybody's different. Everybody's situation different. Right. Everybody's situation different, but 
why are they pushing us towards the noise? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm that's the thing. You on that one. So that's what I'm saying. Like, so here's I, I had looked up in um, it was an article. Um, it was talking about this is really one called Bank for, Bank on Yourself, um, and they was talking about the employee match free money scam. Right? Yeah. It yeah. says who doesn't love getting free money in the form of a 401k employer match. Mm-hmm. It said, do you really believe your employer is giving you something for nothing? I've always had that conversation. Yeah, with it people. didn't make any sense, Not right? It didn't mm-hmm. make any sense to yeah. me. It said the Center for Retirement Research did a study based on tax data and found that every dollar on em- the, an employer contributes to a 401k match. It said they pay 90 cents less in salary to men yes. and 99 cents less to women on average. Yes. Translation that means your employer is essentially pulling money out yeah. of your paycheck yeah. to contribute to your 401k. Right. And, and, and it's, <laughs> get, check this out. And they're decreasing the company's taxable income. Right. So it's a decision that it's, it's actually a decision made based on profit, not based on if you put a dollar in, I'm going to put a dollar in because I believe in you. Mm-hmm. Right. So for so me, even so think about think about that. Everything you just said, I. I'm not going to challenge it or anything. I wasn't finished. Let me get some more oh, facts out. Oh, my, okay? oh my goodness. Let me get some more <laughs> facts out. Right? So then it goes, it says, and even to get the employer match, it talks about, uh, plus, you don't even get all your employer match during the first four to six years. Mm-hmm. You work for the company, you need to be vested yeah. first. It's mm-hmm. a sliding scale. Sliding scale. So yeah. to be vested, to actually receive it. Right. But they said four to six years. But on average, people stay at jobs 4.2 years. Yep, so if right. you're not staying four to six years or in, in, in between. You're not even getting vested so you can right. receive you know, right. that you, money. And guess what? Right. You know what I mean? You know what's so cool about that? Historically, think about our parents, right? They come from the pension area. Right. Like, era where, you know, you, you you get a watch, you get a, but, but. But what happened to that in 08, though? No, you you, you, well, you took my thunder. There you go. What? You got to let the man get his stuff out, man. I know it's in you. Let the man get his stuff out. Go ahead and tell me. I get excited about this. Because it's extremely relevant. Right. How many companies kept pension plans after 08? They all went away. They all went away, yeah. They all went away. Right. All that pension that people were saving up. So my point is the retirement deal that we look at and the nest egg that we set up, like even the tax deferral part of it. What if you in a higher tax bracket at the end? Listen, and listen. You know what I'm saying? Listen. If you start out at 25, such an issue right With 37, 80, 37, you know what I'm saying? Percent later, right. You're at a higher tax. Right. So, so, tax so, so the amount that you've already budgeted to make it because you are now entering at a higher level, it is gone. Yeah. Right. right. And then you you've been aged out of so many things. To get back into the job market, right? You, what do you you're not do? age out of Walmart, though. You can be a greeter. A fact. Right. 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 But at the end of the day, to break this down, just not, not even getting into some of those things, right? I, we can break down why the 401k or some of these other pension things are, 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 Arbit- opinion, arbitrary. Are, are, yeah, are, that's, that's what it is. Bad, bad investments, in my I, opinion. I just feel people right. need more education around it. Right. But that, hold on. Let me get to my point. The biggest thing for me is there's there's a couple things, right? Understanding the rules of money. Um, with most 401ks or pension funds, they're placed into what? Variable markets, right? right? Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, at the end of the day, we know that markets go up and down, right? Mm-hmm. Right. If we know compounding interest, right? Most 401ks, you're making what on, per year on 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 a on a 401k? Oh, uh, somewhere between three yeah. to maybe seven percent on the high great year, wow. right? That's not even counting that's not counting the fees that come out of the that. fees or the inflation that's equated with no that. it's None not right so you have you have 
somewhere within that range of how much money that you're making on on, on your 401k, mm-hmm. then if the market goes on a downturn, like a 2008, Man. and you lose a lot of your money, how long will it take for you to start back over and double your money again? Yeah. Man, listen. Right? So now you're Ooh. sitting into a bad position yeah. at that point once the market t- takes a hit, yeah. if you're just keeping your money there. Then, I, are you really in a bad position, though? And I'm just I'm just being a contrarian. I, I like to get, get the conversation yeah. going back and forth. He's an engineer. Yeah. Are you really in a bad position? Because you weren't going to use that money anyway. Now, I'm, I'm, now, now, I'm, so I'm, if I'm, you I'm, understand how money is so, taxed, so, yes. So I don't want to say bad position, but but this is the thing. You now it forces you to be extremely aggressive and take chances with the little capital that you have to try to recoup it and get back to some type of level. And if you don't have the knowledge... Right, and you can't be. No, hold on. I'm going to get back to to his question. Right, are are you in a bad position? Yes, and 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 why? And that's why I want to get into. The reason why why you're in a bad position is one, you don't have control over the investment strategies that you have in there. A lot of most folks, they 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 can't when they get their uh, statements for their 401ks. they get that thing. They don't even know how to read it from the from the jump, right? right? They don't even know what's going on in there. They can't even tell you what what fees. The other part of it is is how you get taxed because you don't mm-hmm. have the strategy that's that's behind you on moving your capital around. If if I decided knowing the rules that I know with the four hundred one k's, first of all, you can't get access to what age? What fifty two and a half? Fifty nine and a half? Right? Fifty nine and a half. So you can't get access to it, right? Um, but if I do get access to it. Then or I 50, got fifty five at the earliest, right? Can, at the earliest, but it so it's in that range. If I do get access to it, I got to pay the penalty, mm-hmm. and I got to get taxed on it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a tax deferred type of situation. Mm-hmm. And 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 if I'm looking at my money, I would much rather pay taxes on ten dollars than I would pay taxes on a hundred dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Because your your amount of tax hit credit is is a lot less, right? So now if my money's still sitting in there. Not only am I um, am I susceptible to the vari- variability of the markets, I'm also susceptible to how much I'm going to get taxed on that. Mm-hmm. The next part that goes on to it is, let's talk about that 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 seventy two and a half rule mm-hmm. that nobody hardly ever knows about. Yeah. So that when you when you yeah. the RMDs got to come out, they, they got to yeah. come out. Yeah. Let me ask you this, uh, Harris. Do you ever celebrate your half birthday? No, sir. Do, do you celebrate your half birthday? I don't even know when do it is. Do you celebrate your half birthday? <laughs> I'm going to start now. No, nobody. I'm going to start now. Who celebrates their half birthday? So if y'all get to a certain age at 72 and a half, how many of y'all know that you have to take the required minimum distributions have to come out of your of your uh, 401k? I Listen, in my family, I got people that work. That I, my stepfather right now is still working to this day at 78 years old because he loves to, mm-hmm. Right. So you got people that are working later and older in life mm-hmm. because that's what they want to do, they love to do, and also they're not in the position to do it because of all the things that have happened within within inside of these 401k. So let me ask this question then. Does that those investments keep pace with the inflation? No. Mm. That's why as <laughs> over time, no, the value right. of that that pot that you're saving yeah. up gets less and less. Yeah. Like you don't have the spending power. That's really you know the, that's really the biggest thing. Right. I, yeah. I feel. right. You know, so even if you yeah. made three three percent on the year, yeah. all you did was kept yeah. up the yeah. 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 yeah, even if when everything works out, once yeah. you once it's time to pull it out, 
the value of it has gone down gone tremendously, down. then you're in a position. Like you, you have to figure out what do I do with this sum I was forced to take out. But even more, people are living longer. People are working longer. How do I sustain the level that I've that I'm used to? Right. right. And, right. and that's what we see a lot of people in our communities globally. That's the struggle, right? right. So do y'all like going back to the seventy-two and a half rule? Do do folks really know that <laughs> when you turn seventy-two and a half, you have to take money out, and if you don't, fifty percent they come and take fifty percent <laughs> of, of your money. No, it's fifty percent of what you're supposed to. Or, put or, in. or, or yeah. what you're supposed to. Yes, mm-hmm. and and then you also get taxed of that. Mm-hmm. So and and then the required the RMD, which is required minimum distribution. Is around three and three, some change. Three to four percent. Yeah, three to four percent of the mm-hmm. balance, right? Mm-hmm. And then it continues to increase every yeah. year yeah. up up until it gets to a certain amount. Mm-hmm. So the only way that you can make sure that your money does not run out on you is that you live off of the interest that you're making on the money. Yeah, which That's, gets hit all every day, all day, every year. So, exactly. So how happens. do you continue to keep up with your money? When you sit, so in my, so I go back to to the original question over here. In my mind, yes, it's a it's a it's a bad investment because long term, you're 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 getting taxed heavier. Mm-hmm. You don't have access to your capital the way you want to. Um, you don't it. have the same spending power you later. I, I, I would I would agree that it's a bad investment if that's the only investment you have. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I I think now is you know. Because people have a lot more, I think it's viewed more as like a supplemental backup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because you know it's 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 good if that's not the only thing you have going on, and you're you're intelligent enough, or you know a little bit about the market to kind of dictate what's going on. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, "All right, we want everybody in the room to go in here," well, I just saw that company lost all the money, but no, but well, the brokerage has a contract with them, and they need X amount of people to go through the door. Mm-hmm. Right, you, I'm, me being an entrepreneur for you know an extended period of time, having a self-funded right, mm-hmm. getting in there like okay, look, once again, I lost that money in four X, a lot of money, and I, 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 I said to myself, I actually went back to school for trading. Okay, mm-hmm. I went back to school to, to be a trader because I was like, you know what, no one's gonna watch my money like me. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, my daddy, daddy gone, but nothing he said is a well bought lesson, is a well taught lesson. Right, mm-hmm. the the thought of what I could have done with that capital has forced me to get get in the mud and learn what money is not. You know what? How to utilize money mm-hmm. because money is is, is worthless. It's really what you is. do with the money that's what the power is. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So it's we not buying assets or anything from a, from the four hundred one k. Right. So mm-hmm. now, like you said, if it's your own investment, that is a bad position. To be in, but if you had like, you know, assets on the side, because yeah. it doesn't matter at that point, again, what the currency turns to. It can turn to this rubber coaster. Right. right. But if I got the, the asset, asset, you yeah. got to pay me yeah. the amount of rubber coasters right. that I need to yeah. put that. So it doesn't matter. We're not we're not teaching people the alternative investment side of, of in that space. We're not teaching people that, right? We're oh. teaching them the the like I said, the, the noise of the pep rally. Yeah. Go over there. Yeah. Because that's what they that's what everybody yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Versus like, no, look outside of that and see how can we um get you in a better position on this side. Listen. When all this is I remember when I called, you know how you get your statement. And it wasn't going into in 08. In 08, being in banking and then being in mortgage, uh, you know, with all the jumbo loans, and I was actually on the West Coast at this time. 
man, it was a tremendous amount of chaos going on, right? I had my eyes open to so many different things, dealing with jumbo loans and, the, you know, simplification daily per diem and how people were getting these homes that they really couldn't handle and how things were being done, right? If you don't know what's going on, so I got my statement and I called my broker. I was like, look, I want to do this over here. And I, it took me two weeks. He called me every other day trying to navigate me back towards, you know, the traditional route. And based on me being in banking, I saw, like, no, somebody happened. Mm-hmm. I need to figure out how to pull some of this and some of these things that I have in my house invest in, right? Some of these companies I'm spending money with all the time, I need to figure out how to get get some dividends, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> but I, I, I learned that because the fear – in the experience of losing all that money. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if you come into a company and they having a presentation. They saying, "Hey, we got you know we got we got the company here and want you to sign up." And then you, they got pins and coasters, all the cute stuff. You but you're not really getting like, look, look. I know you got to sign twelve documents, but this right here could either propel you or it could be an anchor. And I just feel like coming from being an entrepreneur, having to self funded. You nigga, you gotta take control of your own destiny. It, it may be okay to have it, but how are you gonna navigate within it to make sure you're successful? So, Charles, what would be your advice in your experience? What would be your advice to people? Um, because there's, there's so many more rules to money that it, we won't have enough time in this episode to to cover that. But what would be what would be the advice you would give people going forward as it pertains to? Because I know you you were in the retirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, department and you have your your licenses and all that mm-hmm. in 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 retirement. What would be because I know people are it's the the phantom. I, I would say the retirement ghost that we all chasing. Um, but we're in someone else's system, and they can they're gonna control the end of it, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. As long as you're playing in that game, it's gonna control the end of it. So, what would be your advice to people that are in that space right now? Uh, I would probably recommend you just do your research you do research and then you try to find a company that has good financial history a strong company but ask questions you get get help if you don't understand how to do something don't just jump out there especially with your money don't just jump out there and try to do it on your own and manage your money on your own i mean you may get lucky and be do well at it but if you don't understand something get help and i know the company i work for they have uh retirement planners either on the phone or in the field that you can go talk to like hey i got this statement explain this to me explain what's this what's this fee right here right you know explain that to me break it down for me and they'll do that so i would say just ask for help don't try to figure it out on your own until you get it then whatever right yeah i agree yeah so I, i think one of my my biggest things um there's a lot of um noise out there as far as the different um financial tools that are that are available um don't just jump into a tool just because you hear what it is or think it's it's a great thing right um for example uh you can do uh what's it 529 college plans right mm-hmm. understand at the end of the day i think the the thing that locked we've been in, talking right? about you're is you're locked in yeah. you're locked you need locked. to you need to understand the rules understand the rules of everything that's going on um, and then you got to, un- and part of understanding the rules is getting very familiar with the language mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, a lot of this stuff is really not that hard. It's the language barrier that tries to get mm-hmm. you. Um, to me, it's a lot of different mm-hmm. doors to get you to the same, to the same distance. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. All we want you to do is put your money with us mm-hmm. at the end of the day. It's a right? million doors to stand you that. <laughs> to a million different doors with a bunch of different rules. 
And so in in order to play this game the right way, you got to start learning the rules, mm-hmm. learn the language, and have a strategy when you get into this game. Get because, a mentor. Yes, mm-hmm. get, get a mentor. Get a that's that's helping real. you out with this. Because without those things, you'll get eaten alive. And if let's be real, like you, you said, um, you know, for the 401ks, um, if that's your only one, then it's a bad one. It's a lot of people that that that's that is their only, only one. That's their only one. Mm-hmm. And in right? our community, that is for the most part our only one. That, and mm-hmm. we doing good because that means we didn't got us a good paying job. Got a good paying job. It's got us. We all vested in. Right. We, we, we vested. We go right? get this. See, but in, 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 before we tap out of here, leave out. You got to understand this too, right? I, I, you know, we've had these conversations with people on the phone. Like some people, some people will be like, you know, um, I invested. Four thousand dollars, right, for, into to the market, right. Mm-hmm. Then that money say it grew to forty thousand dollars, right. Mm-hmm. Just say it grew to forty thousand dollars. Then you lose fifteen thousand dollars of that forty that it gained. Mm-hmm. You call it what? What? What happened? Blah blah blah. Like my money, my money. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. You hadn't lost your money. Yeah. Your investment was four thousand dollars. Right. <laughs> right. You had it, when we get to now. Now you done down to you. You down to two dollars. You done lost the, the money you invested. Right. Right now you just losing the phantom money yeah. that they play with all day every day. So yeah. we gotta understand yeah. we're you know like if we're not taking that money right now. Yeah. Then yeah. it's really not your money. See, I, yeah. I I was taught in school don't look at the red and the green. Look at the amount because mm-hmm. I can have twenty reds, but if that green. Right. That amount is is, is some is more than all them twenty reds. I'm really good. I'm good, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So, um, everybody, um, we appreciate y'all checking in and listening to us on this one for the rules of money. Hon- honestly, we know that there's a whole lot more that we can get we're into. We're gonna do this again. We're gonna continue we gotta, we gotta to bring my boy uh, Charles explore back, man. We <laughs> more into yeah, Charles do this again because there's, there's so much, and I know he's well versed in the in the game. Right. right. I know he's right. well versed in it, and because we we work together, so I understand he and then. I know he know his stuff. So I'm telling you, if, he, if you're listening and, you know, to the conversations that we have, this is not somebody who hadn't went through all, like, Charles got damn near all the licenses that you can have right. in this business, right? Right. Um, and so, like, he's, he didn't put himself through all the education that you need to know. So, like, it's, it's going to be interesting for us to walk through. This is going to be a multi-series, I, I believe, you know, multi-episode, because we have to go through the rules of money. Right, all and, of them, and so that we we can only talk about so much in so much amount of time, um, and so we just want you all to continue to l- listen to what we got going on mm-hmm. and um, explore. Um, the very first thing you want to do, especially have have conversations now with the kids, um, teach them the fir- very first thing, Rule Seventy Two. How right. do, how does how does um, uh, money interest. compound? And then right. once you get out of that, start teaching them how does money actually grow, right? And I, and we, then uh, the last thing I would tell them is is um, when you start, once you get past those two, then start teaching them how does money get taxed, mm-hmm. right? So that's another episode that <laughs> we'll big. have to get into. Yeah, we will have to get um, into that. Definitely. And, and so when we're talking about the rules of money, there's the, we have to understand the game that we're in. If you don't understand the rules of the game, I mean, it's 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 just like when our kids are playing a game and they just made up a game right then, right. and all of a sudden, you know, they done changed the rules up on you. You're <laughs> right. like, man, how in the world? What? Right, right. How did I not get that point? Right? right, right. Well, that's what's going on to you right now. Again, it's like playing. We talked about the last last episode. It's like playing chess with checker roof. Right. Oh yeah, you yeah. got the same board, yeah. same board, yeah. but you play different rules. Right. It's like different you you, you think you're playing the game, but you're you're, you're you're playing a completely different game. Before we get out of here, I, I think it's important. I know that, you know, 
We're going to do multiple series on this, multiple casts, but it's important to add context to all this, which is why this is really relevant. You being an industry expert can make it plain in a lot of different inter- situations. I think we need someone such as yourself to kind of make it plain, right? To kind of debunk some of the things. Like you said, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's about knowing what's going on. The more information you have, it's you, a can, bad make thing. A more informed deci- <laughs> you can make a more informed decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I'm a, and before I let Chuck get some, I mean, I call him Chuck. Yeah, what's the other dude named? There was the other, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Another cat named Chuck. This name Charles. He go by Chuck though. Okay, yeah. but you know, I take Chuck over Bo any day. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't uh-huh. gonna say nothing. Okay. I wasn't gonna say nothing. <laughs> right. I wasn't gonna say nothing. But what I was saying is, you know, I, I think I, I was speaking, and I think I was speaking last week, and I told people I said only two ways to make money in this world. Only two. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. only two. Right. Mm-hmm. Ways to make money in this world. You working for money, right? Or it mm-hmm. working for you. That's it. It's the only two ways you can make money in this world, Facts. right? But if you got your money working for you in the investment spaces, then you got to understand the game around that. Oh, yeah. And if you're working for your money, I mean, if 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 you are, if you are working for your money, you get. I mean, you know, you out there getting it. If you stop working, your money stops. Right. But if you're investing and your money's working for you, right. you got to understand the game and the rules that you're in. If not, you'll get sunk by it really quick. All right, check us out on all our social media platforms. We appreciate it. Oh, Ch- I'm sorry, Charles. Man. Charles, gotta, you gotta the man, Charles, do you want folks checking for you, Charles? What you what you what you got going on over there? Anything? No, I, I would just say everybody go subscribe to to the podcast. I mean, <laughs> we appreciate you it. Yeah. Subscribe because uh, I want to come back and uh, I enjoyed this. I learned a lot from. Everybody, I don't know that. <laughs> I enjoy just talking to y'all because I, I learn from we all learn from each other. So yeah, definitely, right. definitely, right. really good. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, do exactly what he said. Subscribe. Uh, subscribe to us on on YouTube. Um, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. All the all the platforms when it comes to to the like, podcast. Comment. Like, subscribe. Share. Hit the notification button. <laughs> comment. Please okay, comment so that we can also uh, join in onto the conversation. All right. We enjoy feedback so we can continue to make this better and better. Mm-hmm. Right. Let us know what y'all want to talk about when it comes to money. This is what we do. All right. Well, here we go. We're, we are on the Money Podcast. Man, Spider, go ahead and bring us on out. We appreciate it, y'all. Some more to be.